The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by Eight Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. It's so great to be with you today. My name is Steve Tiber. I'm one of 211 leaders of a ministry called Eight Days of Hope. We travel the country and we love and serve the brokenhearted, those after uh, disasters like we are right now in Florida uh, with the, the Hurricane Adelia um, and, and so much more. But we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, let me introduce the co-host, Mike Fiala. Well, good morning. How and are it, you? I'm doing great. And uh, it is so good to see you back. Had a great show in the, the past week here with uh, Pastor Scott Lackey. And, uh, but Steve, it's just so good to see you. I, I, you know, you had a vacation, a well-deserved vacation. Oh, I snuck give away. Us a, give us a snippet about that. I saw some great pictures yeah. on Facebook of the time you had. Yeah. First of all, thank you to Scott um, and, and and of course you, Mike, for for uh, kind of running the ship last week, uh, Labor Day weekend. You know, I haven't had any time off yeah. in about a year and four months, oh, other on. than two days. And I thought <laughs> I got to take some time off. So check this out. We we started in Pennsylvania and we went to a Brandon Lake. Phil Wickham concert. Oh, and we yes. Love that. Moved my daughter into her college up in upstate New York in Canton, New York, uh, at SUNY Canton. We did that right after that. Um, we also, my wife and I snuck away to Maine. And, oh, nice. you know, we have never, we wanted to go to a beach and we wanted to get on one airline and just land and go to a beach. But I didn't know the water was going to be 63 degrees <laughs> up in Maine. But I'll tell you, Mike, four, we were there four nights. I had lobster three different times. Did you really? You, I'm telling you. It's it's not only unbelievably tasty up in Maine, but it was cheap. So I oh, like cheap. you know me, man. Yeah, I want to save some cheap. dollars. So, yeah. uh, but we had a great time, and then just came home, and we had our uh, our granddaughter for the weekend. Okay, yeah. So first time ever sleeping over our house. Eloise is about uh, what about fourteen months now, thirteen wow. and a half months. So her mom Hannah and Mark will got to sneak away. So. Um, I tell you now, those two days probably were more exhausted oh, the yeah. other ten days. Oh, man. I know what it's like taking care of grandkids, but it was so so good when I did text you and and, and you said, "Well, I had my phone off." No emails, yeah, and you know, hats off to you. That's very hard to do in your position. Well, I tell you what, hats off to Chandler Gurley and the team. I know that you had her on her as as, as a, uh, a guest last week, but a hurricane came called Adalia, and Chandler and Dustin and Matt and all the leaders. Uh, came together and made some amazing decisions. You know, I always tell people uh, when you take some time off and you're a leader of anything, a church, a business, a family, right? Taking a break, right. you know, uh-huh. uh, you, you can't second guess decisions. You just pray that, that what they've learned over the years and, and what you've modeled and, and, mm-hmm. and just the process, right? Yeah. Um, there's a football coach in upstate New York at the Buffalo Bills, which I think you and I, that, that's our team. Uh, uh-huh. He always says, trust the process. Well, yeah. the process played out great. And they were prayed up and, and they followed the Lord's lead. And so, as you know, Mike, for the last week, we've been in Perry, Florida. Yes. And, and I was such at peace knowing those decisions were being made. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it, it was a good, a good but, trip. But Steve, and again, hat off, hats off to yourself. You've raised up a great team by, by example. But then it's difficult what you just said to release them to do what they do, yeah. and hopefully that they do it like yeah, you know it needs to be done. And they are. You pick some great leaders. You know, it's kind of like um, how do I work? It's kind of like starting a business or something. Or I, you know, I'm trying to. I don't know. You build something. Sure. And um, 
you know, now you you just entrust. I didn't build anything. God built this ministry from from the ground up. So let me rephrase that. My point is, when it's kind of something that's your passion, something right. that you've been a part of for eighteen years, and you step away for a time period, but that's coming anyways. Sure. I mean, we, we all, you know, we, that's leaders. If you're mm-hmm. a leader of anything out there, you're a leader of a business. You're you're a customer service manager. You're a pastor. You're you're a parent. Um, you know, our, our goal as leaders is to continue to pour in and, and raise up other leaders, and so yeah. um, that was that was that's well, been being I, done as we speak in Perry, Florida, as well. Yeah, and let, let me speak to that too a little bit longer on that. Uh, when, when I was running this worship team in, in, in my local church, mm. the, eventually a couple of the team members were like, "Why aren't you on the platform?" Oh, well, I'm at the sound booth because I want to watch you grow. I've oh, poured into you, yes. and you're doing some things now that are from from your expertise that sure. you wouldn't have done if I was on a platform. So right. I could walk away today and, and you're 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 in the groove and you're doing it your way and sure. doing it God's way. So that's sure. what you're doing to leaders. Well Hurricane Adelia, as you know Mike, the good news it hit more a rural part of Florida but then moved up right through Georgia and flooding in a lot of communities, the amount of tree damage down in Florida where our volunteers are at. Here's the good news. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of volunteers are serving with eight days of hope this past week, this upcoming week uh, they're doing chainsaw work. We're, we're using our bobcats, our bucket trucks. Um, it doesn't make us anything special, but the only ministry I know uh, that brings in multiple pieces of heavy equipment for the volunteers to use, and they're using it, and they're oh, yes. using it in a big way. It's been an amazing week. Also, this past week, Mike, we also launched our mass feeding arm. Exciting. And, and we, we got wind yesterday, and I know Matt's going to be a guest with us today for our second segment. Uh, Matt Schlegel is our mass feeding um, ministry director. First time we ever launched, uh, we we took our volunteers out there, the you know our our cooking volunteers, okay. and they made their five thousandth meal oh, yesterday. Oh my my! Five thousand meals. I can't wrap my head around that, and I'm sure there are great meals that uh, you know Matt does a great job, you know, putting that together. Yeah, so you know that that was something new for us, and um, they're based at the same place. Not sure how that will look like in the future, but we just thought for the first trip. You know, Chandler and team made the decision. Let's let's deploy together, and I think that was wise too. Oh, absolutely. Um, be, yeah. Because it's not it's not against our plan of having our rapid response team based at one church in one community, where our mass feedings another another community. I mean, our mass feeding team could have gone to Valdosta, Georgia, where they had right. flooding right. and provided food there. But um, yeah, so today our guest, Mike. Actually, will be our rapid response manager, Dustin Sullivan, and this is his first deployment as our rapid <laughs> response manager, uh, working with Matt Schlegel. Our first deployment of the mass feeding arm first, of the ministry, first, first, as well. Oh, so, so a lot of firsts this past week. Well, I'm sure they got some great stories, and uh, you know, I can't wait to ask them those questions. Like, so what it was? What was it like? To yeah, first, you know, a little little nervous, but I'm sure they did a great job. So maybe you're listening today, and you're saying, "Hey, I want to get involved." There's still time. Uh, we'll be in Perry, Florida, at least to the 16th, which is next Saturday. We'll make the decision probably Monday, Tuesday of this week if we're going to extend it. it. It's always wise if you're not on our email alert chain to get on that. And it's simple. Just go to our website, 8dsofhope.com, submit your email address. And whenever we go anywhere, we'll invite you. Of course, it's free. We provide food and lodging, all the tools, all the, the leaders, the expertise, the heavy equipment, uh, all the feeding equipment. We'll have everything there. You just have to get there. But mm-hmm. if, if you have time and you can sneak down to Perry, Florida, you got another week to do that. Yeah, and, and think about the way um, it'll 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 change your life. It'll change your thinking when you're down there serving and helping people either 
tarping the roofs or mucking out. Talk, talk about mucking out. Does somebody everybody know what that means? You I know, didn't at first. Yeah, you know, I was doing a TV interview a couple <laughs> weeks ago, and and they were, the, the host said, well, what does mucking out mean? I go, well, it's kind of like when you gut out your house. She goes, well, what does gutting out your house mean? So uh, you're right. We know what we're talking about. Sure. So when there's water damage, and let's just say Hurricane Harvey, okay. Houston, 330,000 mm-hmm. homes flooded. Yeah. The average home had six feet of water. Mm. So when you go into the house after the water's receded, there's a water line. I mean, literally, Mike, you'll see a line uh, six feet up on seen every it. wall yeah, I've seen it. Where, where, where the debris kind of sat for a little sure. bit before it left. At that point, you've got to go a foot higher than that, and you have to remove everything that got wet. Mm. So you you cut the drywall, you take out the insulation, you have to take out the electrical wires, wires the flooring, the cabinets, the carpets. I mean, the list goes on and on. Sure. Furniture, everything has to go right. because if not, mold sets in. Mm. So that's what we've been doing in Florida this week, too. We've been gutting out or mucking out some homes and you take all that to the curb and then you've got to dry it out. So thankfully... We've been blessed with about a half a million dollars of commercial dehumidifiers and fans, and we dry it out before we spray it for mold. That's a lot of work. How many how many homes will get that done in the time that we're down there? You, think? you know, it depends upon the volunteers and and how it's laid out. So, like in Houston, mm-hmm. every subdivision we went in, every division, every home needed to be mucked out. Okay, so you didn't have to go very far to find your next. Right. You know, we'd be mucking out a house and four neighbors would stop and say, hey, can you come to our house next? Sure. Where here, this is a little bit more rural. So, in okay. and the flooding was a little bit different. They had, you know, some flooding, but it depended where you lived. So, you could have tree damage because you lived, you know, a mile off the, the waterway right. or half mile off the waterway. But if you lived along the waterway, as you know, a, mm. a lot of flooding down there. My first experience with mucking was when I was on a, well, I'm thinking of the trip. <laughs> well, the reason I say it way. Mucking out, Mike. Mucking out. Okay, um, you're, you mucked out a house. <laughs> Mike, Mike was mucking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I actually wasn't, but you know Israel Riley. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. He comes out of the this it was the basement and he's covered from head to toe oh, yes. in mud yes. and he's smiling and of laughing and clapping. I'm going, that's real mucking. Okay. So, so, so let me explain what goes on there. We, we have these Tyvek suits, these white fiber yes. suits and they wear a mask and some homes that we go to don't have a basement. Right. They have a crawl space and there's insulation underneath the floor. Okay. Uh, in the crawl space. Mm-hmm. And, and and so, you know, here's a kid who's, you know, 24, 25, <laughs> not scared of spiders and snakes and everything else. And he gets down there and he comes out and there's nothing white left of the suit, right? <laughs> yes, and you, you were there. <laughs> and yet they're pulling off. And it, that, that's the heartbeat of these volunteers. Because if they don't get the insulation out that's underneath the floor, um, there's going to be some yeah. serious issues down the road. But sure. so thankful. So again, if, if you want to volunteer... Just go to 8daysofhope.com, 8daysofhope.com, and you can volunteer today. You need to be 16 years of age. Okay. Now, if you're 16 or 17, you have to come with a guardian or a parent. Uh, so there's a parental consent form on the website as well. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll put you to work. You're going to have a great time. You're going to meet some new friends. We start every day and end every day with worship and devotion. Yesterday, I got a, a, a quick call, a quick text from Dustin that uh, one of the homeowners met Jesus for the first time. Oh, come on. Yeah, so some, one of the families we were serving 
um, just fell on his knees and said yes to Jesus. And that's oh, why we do what we do. Yeah. Hearts are so open when disaster like this happens. And our volunteers and our leaders, they make sure that when they first get on the grounds, you know, obviously they, they, they greet, they hug, and they say, can we pray for you before we even start? Amen. And that makes a world of difference. Amen. If you can't come this week, no problem. You can donate. So very simple, you know, when you make 5,000 meals and the average cost of a meal is $4 or $5 a meal, you're looking at $25,000 in food costs that we haven't paid yet. So (laughs) you can donate online at 8dshope.com, PayPal, Venmo, Cash Apps. You can mail a check to our P.O. box, and I'll mention the P.O. address at the end of the show. It's also on our website and our Facebook page. But every dollar you give will be spent on that food or on those tarps or on that fuel to run that chainsaw. Again, if you want to help out with Hurricane Idalia down in Florida, you can do that at 8daysofhope.com. One last thing, we got to go to break. Uh, Hurricane Lee is now an official hurricane. Okay. We're watching it. Mm-hmm. Of course, over the next couple of days, this will play out. And if we have to deploy in two places at one time, we will, Mike. Mm. So I'm praying that it just takes a right turn and stays in the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, but absolutely. right now, it's, uh, and I think over the next 48 hours, we're really going to see how this plays out. So how long is the official hurricane season yeah so it starts typically july 1st and ends november 1st but oh my 75 percent of the hurricanes happen between august 15th and um october 1st oh my so we are right in the thick of it and the water mike again we're not going to get into a climate warming conversation here because that's not the show's about but the water is about three degrees warmer than normal so it is a little bit Warmer both in the Gulf Coast. Which causes more. Yeah. Okay. We've got, you know, actually, I was in Maine on vacation. It was 63 degrees in the water at Old Orchard Beach. And I thought, you know, I was, I did, I did see the hurricane coming and I thought, I want to see how warm the water is in Tampa. It was 88 degrees. Oh, come on. Come on. So 88 degrees in Tampa, 63 degrees in Old Orchard, Maine. But they didn't have any lobsters down in Tampa. They had oh, a lot of lobsters. Did you bring any leftovers? <laughs> no, no, no. I'll no. be right over. <laughs> hey, we want to we want to thank some of our, our, our partners out there. Our 211 uh, radio stations that cover Hope Rains every week, like KEEA in Aberdeen, South Dakota, WAUO in Honewald, Tennessee. Hope I said that right. And LAQD in Abilene, Texas, three of our... 211 radio stations out there. Hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Dustin Sullivan. We're going to talk to him. He's live down in Perry, Florida, and we'll get the latest on what God is doing through Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening. I'm Steve, hanging out with Mike. You're listening with Hope Reigns. It's a program of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with Eight Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day, and right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, Eight Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. 
Eight Days of Hope is supported by a combination of donations from listeners and business partners like Provia. Provia is a manufacturer of residential doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. Provia is committed to serving their customers and sharing Christ in order to let our light shine before others so they may see our good works and give glory to our Father who is in heaven. More about Provia and their products at provia.com. Been a long time running down a dead end road Looking for that something that could fill my soul Never found what I was searching for Spent a long time running from a messed up past But you can't go forward when you're looking back But I ain't looking back That's Cochran and Company running home, so thankful, so thankful um, for those who are home this week, but not in their regular home, but down in Perry, Florida with Hurricane Adalia. And just so thankful for the volunteers, Mike. Steve Tiber here, hanging out with Mike Fiello here on Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 80s of Hope. Dustin Sullivan, Mike, as I mentioned, this is his first time leading as the rapid response oh, manager. Boy. And, um, you know, nothing like just throwing a hurricane at you, right? Not a little <laughs> flooding event yeah, where yeah. there's, you know, 150 homes flooded. But um, anyways, hey, Dustin, <laughs> welcome to the show of Hope Reigns, brother. How are you? Hey, I'm great, Steve. Uh, thank y'all for having me on the radio. How are y'all? And we're we're doing great. Are you getting any sleep? Yes, sir. Getting a little sleep. Well, certainly staying busy down here. I know. So you you guys were there pretty much. We we had boots on the ground the next morning or the next day after the hurricane kind of passed through. The first time that you you came into the area, and I know it's a rural area, and, and and you know what what what's going through your mind? You're getting ready to lead hundreds of volunteers over a two week period, serving the community. This is your first time. What what is your mind going eight thousand miles an hour, or was things slow down for you? Yeah, sure. So I was I was really really happy with the way with the speed that we responded to this storm, Steve. Like you mentioned, it happened on Wednesday morning, and then by Thursday morning around five thirty, six o'clock that morning, we were here in Perry, Florida. And we drove all night, which is a great night. And when we got here, the first thing we noticed was the whole town was dark, and which, which mm-hmm. was a little spooky. Um, but uh, we knew exactly what was going on, and so I knew that uh, my work, you know, I had my work cut out for me, but um, just uh, finding, finding a loving church home for us over the next couple of weeks, that was going to be a little bit of a challenge, but the Lord opened doors for us, and uh, and yet it's it's been good. It's been really good mm-hmm. down here. So, Dustin, your first uh, deployment is you know the leading leading this team, being the director here. Um, and I know you alluded to a little bit of it, but prior to even going, what what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What are you what are you praying <laughs> as far as you know not doing it uh, before this is your first one? Yeah, sure, Mike. So, you know, a lot of concerns um, with it being my first deployment, like you said. Um, I, I had a little break-in period. We we did respond to a, a small 
um, heavy rapid response trip in Moss Point back a couple months ago. So that, that really helped me feel a little bit more comfortable with this particular trip. But once we got here, I'm thinking, okay, now who's going to be the rapid response manager? Who's going to be the office manager? And just getting all the pieces put in place in my mind and figuring it out was like a jigsaw puzzle. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, I, I guess I kind of I kind of enjoy doing those things. But uh, but it, it has this... Um, you know, it has its pieces that have to come together. A lot of moving parts when you start bringing heavy equipment and you're coordinating with volunteers and churches. And I know that you found a great church in Perry, Florida. Again, we're talking to Dustin Sullivan. He is the rapid response manager for Eight Days of Hope. He's leading uh, along with some other guys like Gal Manning and Matt Schlegel. We'll, we'll talk about them either later today or next week. But they've been down there serving for the last week after Hurricane Adalia. And Dustin, there is so many moving parts. You've got to find a church you can call your home base. Uh, you got to make sure you have enough fuel. you got to have a generator because there was no power there. Of course, we're bringing food in to feed families. You've got to have tarps, chainsaws, a lot of moving people. A lot happens, though, before the actual hurricane even enters the, 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 the radar, right? I mean, isn't a lot being done in Tupelo and elsewhere to prepare you and the team for something like this? There is. It's you know, uh, of course, every, the only way you can prepare for a disaster is, is to have a good plan in place. And and fortunately for us, we're just so blessed with just a great team of, of volunteers and staff where uh, these guys they, and the gals, they know what they're doing. And, and they do a good job of getting everything in line, all the trucks, all the equipment, all the fuel, all the chainsaws, everything that we're going to need. It's it's like it's just it's sitting there ready. And, and I guess um, one advantage that you have with a hurricane, that sounds kind of uh, an oxymoron to right, advantage right. with a hurricane, but you know it's coming, Steve, unlike a tornado that just happens overnight. Right. You know the hurricane's coming, so you can kind of line up your volunteers and your drivers for getting the equipment to the command center. So, yeah. so this past week, Dustin, what, what have you been seeing? I know that there's been a lot of tree damage, probably a little bit more chainsaw work than maybe we expected thinking more flooding, but uh, I know the volunteers have been doing both. Yeah, you're exactly right. So we, we did bring our um, dehumidifier trailer down here expecting to see a good bit of flooding, um, but fortunately we just have not seen a lot of flooding. It's been a, a lot of trees. And, and Steve, when you see a tornado rip through a community, it has a path. If you have an aerial view, you can just kind of draw almost a straight line. But when this hurricane hits, it affects the entire community, right. especially when the eye of the storm comes through here. It's it's almost like it affects everybody's homes or yards or businesses or some way it impacts their life. So somebody's out there listening today. I know that we're still going to be in Perry, Florida for at least one more week, probably decide by Monday or Tuesday of this week if we're going to extend it. But if somebody's listening today and they're saying, you know what, I'm not a skilled person. You know, I've, I'm a school teacher. I've, I have some time available. I'm an accountant. I'm a banker. Um, I'm a radio show host. In other words, <laughs> meaning I'm looking at Mike Fiala. Okay. Um, kind of talk to the listener out there about the opportunity for them to serve and what skill sets are needed. We, we know they have to be 16 years of age. We, we get that. But what kind of skill sets do they have to possess? Um, Steve, we are looking for anybody uh, and, and willing to assist anybody that has a, a willing heart to help the brokenhearted. Um, there's no skill sets um, that's required to come here and help. Um, you know, we've had uh, we've had all sorts of people, like you mentioned. I, I even know a, a, a once once banker 
that was uh, willing to help a few times. So, so uh, yeah, just anybody, and we'll find we'll find a position that you feel comfortable in. And um, but yeah, anybody is welcome to come and join, and I promise they'll be blessed for doing it. So, Dustin, you, since you've been down there, I know it's early off in your in your trip here, but any what kind of interaction have you had with some of the the homeowners? I mean, any particular stories that really are already gripping your heart that you could share? Yes, sir. So there was one lady I was talking to yesterday. We were working in her yard, and um, she actually moved to Perry, Florida from Ohio for a more calmer life. So, <laughs> oh, boy. And, and of course, uh, Wednesday oh. kind of shook things up for them. But she, they have, uh, I think it was a four- or five-acre yard uh, full of these beautiful pine trees and live oak trees and Almost 90% of all the trees were snapped in two or bent oh, over. Wow. And so um, and she just she felt like a, a twister or a tornado rolled off of this hurricane and went through her front yard. And um, they were just terrified when, the day the storm hit. And so we were just glad that we could come and bring them a little peace and, uh, and, and help them out a little bit. Again, we're talking to Dustin Sullivan. He is the rapid response manager for Eight Days of Hope. He's in Perry, Florida, as Eight Days of Hope responds to Hurricane Idalia down there. And uh, again, Dustin, thank you for your leadership. I heard I got a text or a call from somebody yesterday. Try remember who? Maybe it was you, Dustin. And by the way, Dustin's the banker that he was talking about. Yes, like, you I know, Dustin that. was in banking, yeah. and now he's leading a uh, you know disaster organization. Out of front lines. <laughs> yeah, you know, pr- proper training, oh, right? Yeah, really. <laughs> open up a checking account and open up a roof. But you know, I get it. I, I get love it. it. Um, Dustin, I guess. Um, well, our listeners know we're a faith-based organization. We're about sharing the love and hope in Jesus that we know and praying that we could share the gospel, maybe sometimes not even with words, but with actions. But I heard that yesterday one of the people that we were serving actually came to know Jesus. Yeah, that, that's incredible, isn't it? I mean, that's that's the reason that we're here. I mean, of course, we uh, the, the way we open the door to these people's hearts and—, and are able to share is by helping. Um, and, and Steve, when I was working for the bank all those years, I enjoyed working at the bank. I enjoyed my coworkers. But as everybody does, or most everybody in their occupation, sometimes it's uncomfortable to share the gospel with coworkers or customers. Right. Sure. And, and that's just an amazing thing about working or volunteering with Eight Days of Hope is we have the opportunity to do that every day without being persecuted. And, and one of the greatest mm-hmm. things is when you're working on a job site and you look to your left or your right and you see a group huddled together, holding hands, praying for each other, oh, and you're thinking, yeah. wow, mm-hmm. you know, I get to see <laughs> wow. that. I get to be a part of that today when back home in my normal day-to-day setting, I'm not able to do that or I don't see Amen. that every day. Amen. So that's just a, it's just a great part of this ministry. And Mike, he said a key line there, and I've thought this many times over 18 years. I know you've been a part of the ministry, I think, for about 15 years now. Right. Sometimes I pinch myself. I'm like, I get to be a part of this. Oh, absolutely. You know, this absolutely. God allows us, you and I and Dustin and, and you know, 60,000 other people, a chance to be the hands and feet of his son, Jesus. That's right. And some days that is so humbling. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there isn't a trip I started in 2008 that that, that I've gone on that I, I just, I look up at one point and I stop and say, God, you know, first of all, why, why me? I mean, who am I? But, you know, and it's just like, just Mike, I'm using you, I'm using the team, I'm using, mm. and it's just, it's, it is, you said the word, 
humbling and it's exciting it makes you want to go and go again i always challenge you come out to one event right that will that will be your first of many <laughs> yeah come to one outreach and you'll you'll, you'll be a, a lifer you'll be part of that family absolutely Dustin, I know that we have a lot of heavy equipment there. I was doing the math in my head yesterday. I mean, well over a couple million dollars when you had the feeding equipment, the bobcats, the trucks, and all the stuff. And, you know, thankfully, donors over the years have sowed into ministry of 80s Hope. And again, today, if you want to help offset some of these feeding costs and fuel costs and equipment costs down in Florida, you can donate online at 8daysofhope.com. It's fast. It's easy. It's safe. Become a monthly partner. But Dustin, how cool is it to pull up? And, and you know, we hate that we have to be there, right? But right. I don't know about you, but sometimes I come to one of these disaster outreaches and I just walk onto the property and I just see the abundance of equipment. God, I mean, bucket trucks and bobcats and hundreds of mm. chainsaws. And I'm like, really, Lord? I mean, he is Jehovah Jireh. But do you ever like kind of look around and like, wow? <laughs> yeah it is amazing the equipment that we've been we've been blessed with and of course we're, we're being good stewards with that equipment and trying to reach as many people as we can we have uh we've had a line of people just getting meals each day mm. because their their utilities their electricity may still be out and and uh for a long period of time this week the restaurants were all closed and right. so they were coming through here and being blessed by receiving a a oh, hot meal and then also, one other thing that we um, so often forget about, Steve, was, you know, we, we think about the mills. We think about cutting trees and the blue tarps and cutting out. Is the laundry trailer. Um, yes. Yes, that's right. You know, we, we brought the laundry trailer in here. We found a, a, a different uh, church in the community that would partner with us, and we set up the laundry trailer there, kind of a centralized location in the neighborhood. And the church was so... Um, so willing and, and accepting and, and allowed us to park the, the laundry trailer there. And of course, it's got a generator on there, so it's self-contained. But we just we do laundry. We have eight washers, eight dryers on there, and we have uh, some volunteers that lead oh, that my. ministry. But, but we, we do free laundry for anybody and everybody. And so you just come, you drop off your load of laundry, and in a couple hours, I can come and pick it up. It's pretty easy. <laughs> my, my, and, uh, Mike's texting his wife now, put the laundry together. I'm going to drop it off in Perry, Florida. Oh, yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> They'll even fold it. Well, you know, we, we say this so often, the hands and feet of Jesus. But you think about feeding people, yeah. taking care of their laundry, and then fixing their properties. <laughs> That's the hands and feet of Jesus and great volunteers that are doing this. And, Dustin, I know we only have a minute left with you, but you said something there that sometimes we miss. So workers from around the country go to a disaster site, Mike, to try to bring power back. Mm -hmm. So these are the, 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 the linesmen and the lineswomen who are bringing back right. the power. And the hotels aren't open and there's no mm -hmm. place to stay. Sometimes they, they stay in a makeshift lodging facility like we do with churches. Right. Sometimes I, down in New Orleans after Hurricane Ida, a lot of them are sleeping in their trucks. That's right. And so they have no way to clean their clothes and then... Lo and behold, you know, God provides a laundry trailer through a ministry. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, I'm telling you, I saw this with my own eyes. I was in Laplace, Louisiana, Dustin, and a linesman uh, had picked up a six-pack of beer, 
I'm not judging anyone, six pack of beer. He's guzzling down these beers and he was just talking to some of the volunteers and he found out he could do the laundry. And I just thought to myself, isn't this so neat that here's somebody who's worked hard all day and now he's looking to escape to right to kind of numb maybe his physical pain or being away from home or whatever. And yet there's saints there who are loving him right where he's at. That's right. Helping with his laundry the next day and then sharing a meal with them. I mean, how practical is that? It's just amazing. It's so many. So many miracles like that you get to see every day, and I'll share one more with you guys if you just have a minute. Um, before the, the day we arrived, a co-worker of mine and we arrived on Thursday morning, and we were scouting out churches where we could possibly set up our command center at. And here at Cross Point Baptist Fellowship, we yeah. met the pastor, uh, Brother Eddie, and Brother Eddie was very kind and very willing to allow us to stay here. Uh, there was only one problem. There was no power here at this mm. church. So we're going to have to bring in generators. Now, we are fortunate, blessed enough, where we do have a one nice large generator, but we're going to need two to pull off this. So we started checking around at rentals, rental companies, looking for a large generator, and we found one. Uh, it was going to cost several, several thousands of dollars to rent for a couple of weeks. The pastor, Brother Eddie, he said, now, Dustin, he said, I want you to understand the utility company's already made me aware that the power will not be on for another three to four weeks. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay, well, we'll have to do what we have to do, right, Steve? Right, absolutely. So, uh, so we, we priced around, and the generators were high, but I knew that was an essential. That's something that we have to have. Well, the next day, we're getting ready to rent, and Brother Eddie gives me a call. He says, you won't believe this. I said, what happened? He said, we're on the same grid as the hospital. So the utility company got to our, us first, and our power is on. Oh, praise Go God. figure. Praise <laughs> God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, absolutely. Amazing. Uh, he is Jehovah Jireh. Sometimes it's a hot meal. Sometimes it's a laundry trailer. And sometimes it's, it's power, power because you're near the hospital. Electricity. <laughs> I've, lear- I've learned this now, Mike, over 18 years. Something that somebody that doesn't do disaster work would never even think of. But if you have a church near a hospital, you will get your power earlier than everyone else because they've got to get the hospitals up and running, and and they should. So, Dustin, thank you so much for your leadership. Thank you for being an amazing leader. Um, what I like about Dustin, Mike, there's a lot I like about Dustin, but yeah, Mike, I'm absolutely. just I'm just sharing public radio. This is not going to be a secret in a minute, but a humble leader. Oh come on, yeah. a humble leader you can hear it. You can and hear it in his voice. Someone who's willing to learn. Who you know, and there are people you and I've met, right? Sixty thousand right. volunteers. There's some that do know a lot about everything and right. kind of lets you know in a roundabout way they know a lot about everything. But <laughs> Dustin, Dustin has learned. He he is he is also. Um, He's also uh, brought so much to the table right. from his background, so he's adding to us learning. And uh, I consider him a friend. He's, he's just a great, humble leader, Dustin, you are. And I know you're going to say, well, what do I say to that, Steve? Just say thanks, right? Just, <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, oh. um, Mike, can you pray for Dustin and the team? I know we normally pray at the end of the show, but because we're going to move on to Matt, talk about the feeding arm here in a minute. Mike, can you pray for Dustin? Pray for his wife and, and their two children. They have just moved to Tupelo, and they're still kind of in a transitional mode. Have you found a good church down there, Dustin? Still looking, Steve. Okay. There's so many good churches in Tupelo, <laughs> but know. I'm sure we'll find the I one. Know. Right I know. I can give you a list of about seven of them down there. That I. That sure. I, I yeah. You're right, though. There's a lot of good choices down there. But if you can pray for uh, the transition, but as well pray for, um, you know, 
uh, what's going down down in Perry, please. Father, we thank you for Dustin and his family, his wife, his children. Of course, see the, the the relocation. The Lord, I think you're going to you're going to meet every need from yes. friends to churches to even um, just friends and businesses in the area that are just going to embrace him. But Lord, now the task that you have on in Florida right now and all the volunteers and all the leaders are there, just bless them. I thank you for the wisdom you've given them. I thank you for giving them direction. And uh, Lord, when things might get a little bit dicey, he's going to have that calm, sweet spirit that Mm. we've just displayed here on the show and continue to use him in a powerful way. Bless him physically, financially, and spiritually this very day in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, Dustin, give Marley, your wife, a hug from us and uh, say hi to Dean and Sadie as well. And uh, hopefully you get home and, and spend a couple days at home before your next. Uh, now, don't you have a training going on up in the next week or two as well? Yes, sir. We'll be in Buffalo. I believe it's next week. Yeah. Okay. So okay. about getting up there and uh, and getting to know some new friends. Yeah, you're going to be so we're going to be doing some chainsaw training up yeah. here in Buffalo. I think the 18th and 19th, I might be off a day or two. So if you're interested, if you live in upstate New York or southern Ontario and you want to learn more about becoming a chainsaw operator or a yellow, blue, or red cutter, uh, reach out to us and uh, you can just email us at info at 8daysofhope.com and you get to meet Dustin. Dustin, it's a little cooler up here than is down in Perry, <laughs> Florida, brother. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> I bet you are. Dustin <laughs> Sullivan, the Rapid Response Manager for ADs. Hope Dustin, God bless you, brother. Take care. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. Thank you. He is so steady, Mike. Oh, you he can hear really, it. he yeah. really is. He, yeah. you know, um, I was on vacation, mm-hmm. and so of course, he, you know, he 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 reports to not that we're you know the, who you report to. He works with Chandler, Chandler's director right. of operations, mm-hmm. and they just worked so well together and made some sound decisions and. You know, that generator, just amazing how God provides because generators are not cheap and we've got some big ones. So yeah. um so thankful. But yeah, he, he's amazing. And his banking background provided all the <laughs> that blows me away that you're a banker. Very and, calm, very conservative, know, very you know Yeah, I'm sure it give, oh, definitely gives us some real depth to him. But yeah. it blows me away, Steve, that somebody is in this vein of, of life, um, and then all of a sudden it's a, it's like a right turn. God just puts you over yeah. here. And sometimes it's sometimes it's you can understand how the, sure. it fits other times it's but praise god he answered the call with this sweet spirit that he's got amen i love it dustin sullivan rapid response manager again if you want to go to perry florida we'll be down there for at least one more week you can volunteer today eight days of hope.com we tell you pray please you can always pray. Maybe you can't go. Maybe you're you're in your 50s and you have some physical limitations and you can't travel. Maybe you're a college student right now and there's no way you can leave for a couple of days. We get it. Pray for the volunteers that they continue to share Jesus through their actions. Um, what, that was a great praise report hearing about that, that yeah. individual giving their heart to Jesus. Volunteer. Come hang out with us. Come for three days. Come for all eight days that are left. Um, donate. Yes, simply donate. We're ECFA accredited. Uh, If you check us out on Charity Navigator and Charity Watch, you'll see we get very, very high marks, uh, some of the highest four-star rating from ECFA. We're very concerned with the resources God sent us. Our partners cover our fixed cost. You can donate online at 8daysofhope.com or... You can mail us a check, and I'm going to give you the mailing address in about 10 seconds, so grab grab, grab a pen. But Venmo, PayPal, Cash Apps, people, you use Cash Apps. I do. 
I, I did this morning. I don't know what checks are anymore. <laughs> I know that. Thank God, because those are expensive. They are. They, they, you can mail us a check. If you're one of the ones that still use checks out there, we will cash your check, I promise you. You can send it to P.O. Box 3208-3208, Tupelo, Mississippi, T-U-P-E-L-O, Tupelo, M-S. Don't try to spell it. M-S, Mississippi, <laughs> 38803. Hey, when we come back, we'll be talking to our feeding manager down in Perry, Florida, as we launched our mass feeding arm for the very first time. Matt Schlegel, we'll be back in a minute. You're listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, Mass Feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our mass feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging. All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A dot com. When I was young, you called my name. I tried to run, but still you came. And you stepped into the dark. That's just the kind of God you are When heaven seems beyond my reach You still see eternity in me You're turning ashes into art Cause that's just the kind of God you are It's in the empty tomb, it's on the rugged cross Your death-defying love is written in your scars You'll never quit on me, you'll always hold my heart Cause that's the kind of God you are Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of 8 Days of Hope. We are messengers. God, you are. Love, Darren, and love, we are messengers. Steve Tiber hanging out with Mike Fiello this morning on Hope Reigns. Mike, as you know, we have a couple benefit concerts with We Are yes. Messengers, Cochran and & Company, and our friend Ben Fuller. Oh, love it, love it. Yep. So if you live in upstate New York, southern Ontario, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, West Virginia, on November 1st in Dover, Ohio, Mm-hmm. At New Point, New Point Community Church, one of our national partner churches, 
um, they're going to be there and every dollar of every ticket bought for that concert will be redirected to Safe Harbor. And that, of course, is the six and a half million dollar campus that we are building as we speak, even today today in Ohio. It'll be the largest facility when it's done for children rescued from trafficking, sex trafficking. November 1st in Dover. And then November 8th, the following Wednesday, at the chapel in Getzville. So if you live in any of those states or you're willing to tra- maybe you're willing to travel. Take a weekend trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We welcome you. <laughs> we we went to Reading, Pennsylvania during my vacation to watch Brandon Lake and Phil Wickham. Oh, and that was five hours away. That must have been a great, great concert. It was a Worship great concert. Worship times 10. It was a great concert. Oh, yeah. It was a great. So we... um. Yeah, so again, you can get the tickets at wearemessengersmusic.com or benfullerofficial.com. Cochran & Company, I think, is selling on their website as well. But every dollar of every ticket will go to Safe Harbor. And we're hoping to sell out both venues. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ticket sales are going well, but again, uh, it's going to sneak up on us before you know it, about seven weeks away. Well, Steve, I know on this show we're going to be talking about more about Adelia and the, and the hurricane down there, but can you give us a little update on, on Safe Harbor or how it's going, what's going on? Yeah, thanks, Mike. So Safe Harbor is 11 buildings uh, being built, cottages, six cottages, a school administration building, a creative arts building, the equine facility, and we're partnering with a ministry called Safe Harbor in Ohio, and Melissa Brown, we've had her on our show here, Hope Reigns, multiple times. Uh, they plan to open up in early 2024, Mike. As you know, trafficking is mm. out of, it's the fastest it's growing crime in the world, mainly due to these phones. Right, right. And, and, you know, these traffickers are using social media sites. And, you know, we have a great document on our website at 8daysofhope.com. Just click on Safe Houses. You can digitally download this document. I know, Mike, you've seen the brochure. You've given out probably more brochures than just about anybody. Mm-hmm. But parents, grandparents, youth leaders, you need to see this brochure because you need to know what apps these traffickers are using to try to get your kids or grandkids and start to groom them. Every time I hand out a brochure, I will get a call, I guarantee it, from someone else. I was with so-and-so that you gave this brochure. Do you have any more? Oh, sure. And uh, and it's like it's really being spread because it's it's something that people really don't know about. Right. And... uh, well, once yeah. these kids are rescued, so maybe it was a runaway, a foster kid, maybe you know somebody uh, who's upset with their parents and, and they get groomed by somebody they think is a 17-year-old cute boy and it's a 29-year-old man who's going to yeah. traffic them. Those Horrible. things happen. Horrible. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to freak you out, parents, but yeah. you need to know what your kids, what sites they're on. You mm-hmm. need to know who they're talking to. And, 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 and you know, it's okay to be their friend, be their parent first and, and parents, on. you know, we just need to have those boundaries in place to, to protect our kids. But Mike, once a child is trafficked and they're rescued either mm-hmm. because uh, their pimp got arrested or because they, they found a way to escape, they right. need a place to go to get their emotional, physical and spiritual healing they need. That's right. And right now in America, there's not many places to go to. Mm. And so safe Harbor these children will have their own bedroom, their own bathroom. They'll have okay. uh, four children per cottage with a house mom, so five rooms in each cottage. They'll actually eat together and do community together. There's going to be a school on campus. All this is going to be done for free. For free. Okay. So if you've seen the movie Sound of Freedom and you said, you know, I want to do something about it, 
Here's your opportunity. Right. Absolutely. Come on. So this is a 12-month project. We're in month number five. Today, as we speak, they're framing the administration building, and they're wiring and putting insulation in the chapel. But it's being built uh, uh, in Millersburg, Ohio. We'll give you the name of the town uh, because we've said that publicly. Sure. Uh, It's probably in between Cincinnati and Cleveland, but girls who have been rescued from around the country will be there in early 2024. So it's for free. And how long do they stay? Can they stay? And is there a follow-up once they're released? So what's interesting about Safe Harbor, they're really modeling a lot of their outreaches. They call it their circle of care around uh, the refuge uh, tradition down in Austin, Texas, Brooke Crowder and her team down there. And so, Mike, they can stay for multiple years to get the emotional, physical. So doctors will actually come on campus. They'll do schooling on campus. There's an equine facility. Animals play a big part in in trauma Mm. for healing. Uh, That's going to be on the campus as well. They're going to be fed, right? They're going to be taken care of. You know, if they need to go to the dentist, their families won't be charged a penny. They'll get help. But also the families that they're going to go back to after they leave, they're going to get guidance and counseling and help as well. Mm. Because think about it. You're a single mom, a single dad, maybe a married couple. You you know, your your kid got caught up in the wrong crowd. And for a month they were trafficked. And you you don't know how to handle all this. Right, right. I mean, you're you're not a professional. I mean, who's ready for something Mm. like that? You know. And Safe Harbor is going to help out the parents as well. This is an afterthought. Um wouldn't it be awesome to meet a family that has gone through this mm. and interview them and just say that they, you know, their, their child's been rescued, they've been, in a sense, rehabbed? Yeah. And what what a impact does it would that make? And get more people involved with this. Sure. So so getting the care they need, and that's really what it is. I mean, you you can't erase memories, but right. it's helping somebody physically to get better emotionally to get better and so many of these girls who've been rescued mike you know they even doubted god exists because Mm. why would a god allow that sure sure and so in due time we we believe a lot of these girls will meet jesus and will Mm -hmm. understand that um you know you know he does love them and there's a plan for their lives Mm -hmm. and and unfortunately because of sin trafficking exists right and so again if you want to be a part of that maybe you're handy with your hands you right you're a contractor you're a handy woman you know how to do flooring email us at safehouse at 8dieselhope.com bring your construction team now there's a background check but we provide food and lodging uh we're going to be there for another seven months building this beautiful six and a half million dollar campus on 30 acres of land not charging a penny maybe you you can't volunteer maybe you're a prayer warrior prayers are needed i mean this is is a horrific crime that exists mike right i mean these are children come on the average age of a child trafficked Mm. is 12 and a half to 13 years of age and so Mm. maybe you want to donate maybe you want to help us to build Safe Harbor's our 13th project. We've worked with Tim Tebow Foundation and Frank and Linda Reich. Frank mm-hmm. coaches the Panthers now, Carolina Panthers, and we've built them in Texas and Mississippi and Buffalo, New York, and we've gone all over the country. Maybe you want to become a financial partner. Donate online today. 100% will be passed through to Safe Harbor. Come to the concert November 1st, November 8th. Pray, volunteer, mm-hmm. donate. You know, you amaze me. 
Now, when you say six and a half million dollars for a project, you don't even bat an eye. No. It's like we have we not seen Come God. On, man. I know. Have we not seen? But those you know numbers, me. I you know. know me. But those. I'm just. I'm just saying. Just, right. just to, as credit to God, six and a half million dollar campus, <laughs> debt free is being built. That's what's going to for say. the kingdom. Absolutely. That that's what's so exciting. Amen. You know, watch God come through all the time. Oh, six and a half million dollars. I'm looking at you, going, He's not flinching. Right. He knows. You know, God will always provide, and that's yeah. awesome. Um, and, you know, when we started this segment, Mike made a uh, reference. We talked about Hurricane Adelia. We were supposed to have Matt Schlegel on, our mass feeding director, but they're having some phone issues down because of the hurricane. So uh, thanks for redirecting Safe Harbor. Let's go back to Safe Harbor, though, Mike. Okay. And you're a board member of ADS Hope. There's seven board members. Uh, they're all listed on our website. I am on the board as well. So two of the seven right here. I will tell you, Mike, I have presented some unique visions and, and yeah. concepts and the board has been so gracious to offer insight, advice, and not once <laughs> have I ever heard how are we going to pay for this. Not yeah, one time yeah. from anybody. Yeah. Not once. No. What you six get? and a half? Okay, guys, yeah. we're going to build a six and a half million dollar campus. We're doing twelve months. So we're doing it with the volunteers. No one said, "Well, Steve, how are we going to pay for this?" Yeah. Yeah. Not once, Mike. Well, they're always saying, well, we, we need to give that money away somehow. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm thinking to myself, oh. well, Steve will help you do that. No, I'm just kidding. Six and a half million. But this is who God is. And Absolutely. God has called his people. And thank you. If you've donated Eight Days of Hope, um, we're, we're so thankful for the gifts that you've given to us. You can donate online again at Eight Days of Hope. You can mail a check uh, to help out with Safe Harbor. Come to one of those concerts. Come, you know, to Dover, Ohio or Buffalo, New York, and, and just kind of hang out and learn a little bit more about that arm of the ministry. It's going to be a fun night. I know yeah. you'll be there. Oh, I'm going to be there for sure. And, you know, uh, talk about, let me back up again, the, the board of directors. When you brought the mass feeding unit, <laughs> yeah. that you, what you yeah. wanted to yeah. do, it got silent. Yeah. And, and then you talked about the finances. Yeah. 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 And and I know Matt's not on the show today, but that thing is in motion for the first time this week. You know, listeners out there. So <laughs> we were in Laplace, Louisiana after Hurricane Ida, and we saw that this community of Laplace, which is about 20, 30 miles west of New Orleans, they had no power and there was no food. And we start feeding people from the unit that we normally feed our rapid response volunteers. And it can make six, 800 meals if you make the right type of meal, right? If you make spaghetti, you can maybe get to a thousand, right? But if you're going to do chickens and, and, and beef and, and, and mini steaks, ground steak, you know, you're looking at about six, 700. But we start feeding people. And people, the Mike, the right. line of cars was forever. Oh, yeah. Because there was no place to get food. And mm -hmm. people were being prayed for. And people were meeting Jesus for the very first time. I, I'm telling you, I still see this lady in a blue car. She had her infant on her lap. She was just standing in line waiting for food. And she came to meet Jesus mm. as she was waiting for food. And so, yes, you're right. So, listeners, check this out. I go to the board and say, hey, guys, I saw something. And I got to share this with you. And, and and we're de we've developed a plan because that's who we are, right? We, if God shows us, let's go. The project, the plan was we want to buy one point one million dollars of equipment <laughs> so we can make eight thousand meals a time a day for eight days after disaster. And I'm telling you, now these aren't yes men and yes women. These are very, Mike oh, and yeah. the others are very smart, right? Mm. Brian Miller, Cindy Delina, pastor of Times Square Church in New York City. Tim Wallman, uh, the leader of American Family Radio, American Families. These are smart people. Oh, yeah. But, you know, yes, do we pray about it? Absolutely. 
Did we do our research? Absolutely. But not once did anyone weeble or wobble and they didn't fall down. They didn't get confused. They didn't like, (laughs) Steve, I don't know about this. But I'm just so thankful that God continues to move. And I'm so grateful to be on this board because I remember when you you put that out, announced it, and... I, I loved it. It was like a dead silence for just a minute. <laughs> there was. There was. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, so how do we do this? <laughs> I went, or let's move forward, just something like that to that effect. But it was just so exciting to see all the folks that you just mentioned that they just have a heart that if God's given this, how do we give it away and how do we grow it? And, you know, Steve, again, hats off to you that you wow. were in Laplace and That's God Jesus. spoke to your heart. Yeah. Yes, it is Jesus. But you followed through and saying, I heard Jesus and you brought it to the board and look at it now. Yeah, here it's we in, go. It's in progress. Praise the Lord. Hurricane Lee is in the Atlantic Ocean, and we're watching it very carefully. And I know this next week it will make landfall, and we will decide very quickly what and how we're going to respond, if we will respond. The way to always know what we're doing, you don't have to be listening to the radio. You don't have to you know, get a text alert, but sign up for our email alerts. Go to 8daysofhope.com, submit your email address. We won't blow it up. We promise. We'll just let you know whenever we're going anywhere. And if you volunteer with us, it's free. We provide food and lodging. Again, we'll be down in Perry, Florida for one more week with Hurricane Adalia. And we'll be watching Hurricane Lee to see kind of where that goes as well. So pray for the team down in Perry. Pray for Dustin and Matt and all others who are serving in excellence, Mike. I know that, and I know we only have two minutes left, Mike, but you know, Dustin, he's a steady leader. This is his first time actually leading. And, and when God created Dustin, God knew that Dustin would be in Perry, Florida. And he's just got that spirit and that heart. Uh, You can tell he's really connected uh, with the Lord and listens and then, you know, just goes forward with it. It's just a peaceful, calm spirit in in the man. And uh, again, I know I said this earlier in the show, it's just so amazing how... uh, Guy comes from a banking life and then <laughs> yeah. is now doing you disaster, uh, you know, relief type of things. But uh, isn't that God? Amen. Mm. Amen it is. I want to thank some of our national partners like Barnes Crossing Auto Group based in Tupelo, Mississippi. They have dealerships in multiple states, Barnes Crossing Auto Group. Thank you to those guys down there. I also want to thank Renaissance Bank. Here's a publicly traded bank who uh, believes in the blessings that 8 Diesel pours into these communities. Thanks our friends down there. And also um, American Family Radio. You know, For 18 years, they have run the, the gamut with us, and mm-hmm. they've been there through thick and thin. And uh, back when we had, you know, one pickup truck just six years ago and $20,000 of tools, um, <laughs> AFR, AFA continues to promote what God is doing through eight days of hope. So, so thank you for that. How many markets is that in now? 211. 211. 211 or 212. Wow. I got to recount that list. <laughs> Anyways, hey, Lord. next week we are excited. We're going to be talking again a little bit more about Hurricane Adalia as we kind of wrap up. Uh, we're expecting a couple of our missionaries, Gary and Lacey Wilkins and Gal Manning, who's actually leading uh, in Florida this upcoming week for our rapid response arm. So join with us. And also might have an update on Hurricane Lee. But again, just go to the website and you'll know exactly what we're doing and where we're going. Mike, thank you, brother. Oh, it's good to see you. Good to be back with you. Glad you're back from vacation, but it's we hit the dirt running. Huh? Yeah, we, we, we did it. We did it already, no doubt. Hey, thank you so much for listening today. My name is Steve Tiber from Mike Fiala. For all of our partners and friends around the country, thank you. You've been listening to Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope.
Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from 8 Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.